Welcome to the Dive Deeper podcast. My name is Usoria. And my name is Hannah. And today in this episode, we're going to be talking about the major lesson we learned in the year of 2021 and some New Year's resolutions we're looking forward to in the year of 2022. Yeah, typical January New Year's resolutions and goal setting. I don't, do you think you're going to actually like, are you the type of person to like set resolutions and actually complete them throughout the year? Um, here's the thing. I don't do that for the year. I, I sort of put a theme for the year at the beginning, right? That I want to really encompass. And then for each month, I have like my monthly goals. Cause I feel like that's more realistic because you know, mm-hmm. what's ahead your way in the month, you know, and then you have like your major theme for the year and you just try to reconnect that. That really helped me in 2020, in 2020 and uh, parts of 2021. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I would say yeah. yes and no. <laughs> Man. 50-50. Yeah. 50-50. How about you? Yeah. I think I, I've gotten a bit better at, having more long-term goals I think for me the problem is I just forget like my memory already doesn't allow myself to like I guess like hold on to longer term goals but I think with like bullet journaling and everything it helps me just remind myself and keep track of like things I had in mind for this certain month and whatnot I think um Mm -hmm. I think the weird thing for me is also the way the school year is structured too right like the beginning of 2022 we're at the end of a school year but by the time 2022 ends we're starting a new school year so I feel like I always remember like the school year separately when in reality like a whole year has actually passed so for Mm -hmm. me I think especially when I like reflect on lessons Mm -hmm. and like things that I've like taken away from the year I remember like the latter half of the year really Mm -hmm. well because it's like you know you have the summer as a break and I remember like how I did and what I liked or didn't like about the past semester but Mm -hmm. I have to really think about like the beginning of the year and like actually holding myself accountable to all 12 months rather than six yeah yeah no like I feel like that's also what Spotify wrapped like Spotify rap this year okay I don't know about you guys but we need to have a conversation about this okay <laughs> I feel like the songs that were highlighted as like the songs that I kept listening to was only like early 2021 me and I don't associate with that part of me anymore you know what I mean so like oh a, yeah yeah like, I, I feel that I don't know I was kind of like hurt I was like okay no <laughs> I've been I've been listening to Stormzy on repeat every single day since like September but like he didn't make it to like my top two. He made it to my top three. But I believe he, in my opinion, deserves a spot in top two. You know what I mean? Anyways, that's my little short rant on that. But <laughs> yeah, uh, Hedda, what was like the major lesson that you learned um, in the year of 2021? Oh, I guess um, this 2021 was an interesting year for me just because um, I had to juggle working part-time, full-time internships while doing school. So it was a year of, I was able to, I guess, take on opportunities. And I'm really like lucky to be able to even have these opportunities, especially because they're like virtual, obviously with the pandemic and everything. So I think like the silver lining at least is maybe I wouldn't have even had the opportunity to be this busy if 
things weren't being moved to a virtual setting, I guess. But I think this past year was a lot of just trying to balance like everyone else's expectation with my own. Because like everyone else around, like, I guess an analogy I like to use is when you're in a lecture setting, for instance, when you're sitting in a lecture and everyone around you is like typing notes or asking questions, it kind of like subconsciously peer pressures you into like, oh, I should be taking notes too. Or like, oh, is everyone else like, what's everyone else doing? I should be on the same track of them. Like just that form of, I guess, competition. Mm -hmm. But when you're doing like Zoom university, right? You only see your own progress. You can only track what you've done so far, your own grades and everything. And you don't really have the distractions of your like school environment, which is both a good and bad thing. But in my case, I feel like it made me like hyper competitive with myself because I Mm -hmm. like, I kind of had like the horse blinders on where like, you know, I didn't have the distraction, I guess, of like other people's progress, but it made me super critical of where I was personally. So I obviously like um, don't understand everyone's situation with like having to balance work and school. And it's like been a really hard year as a whole. But I think for me, I made it unnecessarily hard by working full time and taking summer school courses Mm -hmm. and like doing multiple internships this year for like months on end as well. Mm -hmm. I went into those opportunities thinking like, oh, I can, you know, because I'm just working at the same desk, I can, you know, juggle all these things and be like a well-rounded multidisciplinary person. And this will like, you know, make me far more productive. I can like use all hours in the day. But as I was in the middle of juggling these different things, right? Like I convinced myself in my brain that, oh, this is what everyone else is doing. Like I have to like, you know, stay ahead of the curve in some way, but it didn't make me better at work. It didn't make me better at school. Like if anything, I was worse. Like I performed worse in both things while trying to juggle both of them. So like I came out of that whole experience just thinking back to like, yeah, like there was literally no point in me putting that much pressure on myself. I guess like no one asked me to like basically like drive myself into like burnout and misery Mm -hmm. yet somewhere along the way I thought that I guess that's what I was supposed to do and like yeah I guess like it being a stressful year with like I guess internships and like recruitment and everything obviously I don't know I guess like looking back on it like I just realized the value the time you need for self-care what everyone tells you about like spending time on your own and like setting that time aside to unwind that is not like negotiable time because like I ate into what was time I probably should have spent like unwinding and like reflecting it just made me less productive moving forward and it was like a feedback loop of being more and more burnt out and hating the work I was doing and Mm -hmm. like just all in all, not having the funnest time. So I think that was the biggest lesson for me was just recognizing like the lasting lingering effects of burnout and how it kind of takes hitting rock bottom to realize the importance of a work-life balance, which, you know, you hear throughout your entire university journey from like, you know, people in the field telling you to balance, enjoy university, um, you know, take time to relax, don't stress out. And like, you hear it, but there's still a part of you that's kind of like, okay, yeah, but I still need to hustle. And I think this year I finally squashed that where I was like, no, this is like, 
if I don't take time now to take care of myself, mm-hmm. it's only going to make me perform worse going forward. Yeah, no, man. Honestly, that was like the realization that I hit in end of 2020, early 2021 as well. So like uh-huh. for me, I think like my lesson was like um, post experience of hitting rock bottom and then learning how to set boundaries. You know, uh-huh. this year, I'm so proud of the way that I've been able to set boundaries. It's so hard at the beginning to set boundaries because like, you know, as someone you're like, you know, you don't you don't want to say no to an opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it feels it's not really you're disappointing someone else. You're disappointing yourself. And like that, everything that you just said, I can resonate with. And I'm sure everyone who's listening in, in some way or shape or form can also understand where you're coming from. It's like a, almost like a universal experience. We all sort of had to hit, uh, at least in 2020, you know, like hyper criticism on yourself because you have no nothing else to compare to, right? Honestly, um, yeah. Yeah, like, honestly, for me, like, I, I, I think overall, uh, I learned how to manage my stress. I learned how to be happier in the moment. And I learned how to set boundaries because of it. You know, for me, I, I did my first ever, I would say proper internship. Oh, okay, not proper internship, but I, I did like my first tech internship at a larger company. And it was, it was incredible. Like I learned so much in such a short period of time and I'm so grateful for it. And, you know, the recruitment process, man, that was that was a lot in the beginning of <laughs> just to get there. And like, you know, I could finally see the fruits of my actions flourishing this year from everything that I had, that I did in 2020, all those lead code problems. Oh my goodness. <laughs> all like getting, getting advice from mentors and just, oh man, reaching out, like all of it was finally coming together. And I could finally tell myself that, you know what, I'm going to just do the things that I genuinely enjoy mm-hmm. and I'm going to not stress out. I would catch myself when I would stress out. That's why like, like in the previous episode, we talked about the way, the thing that helped us wind down. Every time I felt like I was going to stress out and I couldn't solve a problem, whether it be at work or school, I would just go for a run. And I, I've come back and I, I don't, like I could feel the blood rushing to my brain. You know what I mean? In a good way, right. meaning like I, I could finally focus without like worrying. And I, I think that's mm-hmm. it's such an important skill to have and to develop. And I feel like I finally like sort of tapped into that. And I have yet, I have so much more to, you know, discover in that sort of like self-work experience that we all individually go through, right? All these little realizations. But yeah, it's it's been a good year. And I hope next year is good too. But that's really up to us, right? It's up to us and how we handle certain situations and yeah yeah for sure you also kind of got to experience that whole like getting your first kind of like adult job on your own terms too I guess too right because you moved out and this was a year where we were both like 20 years old too so like having a taste of like oh actually getting paid like a salary Mm -hmm. having kind of like nine to five hours and actually Mm -hmm. like having a taste of that kind of a lifestyle too. now when you say it I totally forgot that I moved out like, I, I feel like that was such a, it was such a, like, I can't believe I did that. Like, I, I genuinely cannot believe that that happened. Because the thing was, imagine this, okay? It was April, and I was doing exams. And, you know, I, I already, like, signed, like, a lease agreement for, like, the four months of the summer. And that was a whole thing that was new to me. 
but at the back of my mind, you know, because I always told myself that I needed to be in a stressful state to, you know, get shit done. I mm-hmm. told myself during exam season, I'm not, I'm not even moving out. You know, I'm not even moving out. What I like, I like, like brainwash myself to <laughs> think that I, that, you know, I need to just focus on exams. And then when that moment comes to actually move out, it'll come, you know, like, so I try to unhype myself prior to the hype does that make sense like there's like this exciting feeling that you have you know like oh my god it's it's finally happening it's finally happening yeah I did not experience that until I actually like physically put my stuff into my room and then my sister left and I was just sitting there and I was like oh my god (laughs) you're on your own I'm on my own (laughs) and then I was like yo I have to cook like oh my god like I, I enjoyed it but like you know I like it was a first time experience of truly cooking for myself and living the sunshine lifestyle <laughs> that I've always dreamed of. <laughs> and I, I think back to it, I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm so happy. I like risked that because I could have done my internship from home. Which is things. what I did. And yeah. based on my reflection, you can see how well that went. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. You know, I guess, you know, we have so much to look forward to in 2022. So I guess we can move on to that. Hannah, what are your goals and resolutions or things that you're really excited to look forward to for the year of 2022? Oh, man. <laughs> I guess a few things along the same lines of like being able to fend for myself and actually settling into my own routine. I guess for a bit of context, I did move out like in the beginning of university. So I have lived on my own before, but I moved back in the beginning of the pandemic. So I've been home ever since. And I think while it's been great to like, obviously be close to my family, I'm really fortunate to like, you know, be able to kind of live in my childhood room and rediscover old passions and like be able to work from my desk for like school work, everything. I think having done that for what, like, over a year now, maybe two years at this point, I think I'm in need of a fresh start in 2022. So I think the thing I'm most excited about in 2022 is finally moving out and actually being kind of like far removed in that sense. Like if that makes any sense, there's just that mentality of like, oh, I'm on my own now. I want to have kind of that moment you had where like when you were finally like about to start an internship, you were on your own, you realized you had to like cook for yourself, do your own laundry, like have that whole autonomy moment. I'm honestly really excited for that, like for the year and like moving forward. I want to like get used to just taking care of myself, I Mm -hmm. guess. And like being a bit easier on myself and setting time aside to do things that are not pertaining to school or work or like not feeling I have to owe my time to someone else. In exactly. that case, so, so I see like yeah, I see like this period of like I guess the my early twenties, which is crazy to say that we're like in our twenties now. I guess at this point, we're 20? I think <laughs> yeah, like we were <laughs> we were. I feel like we're still children, but I don't know. Actually, like, I guess owning adulthood in that sense is my main resolution. Yeah. So yeah, how about yourself? Yeah. Oh my God. First of all. I am so, so excited for you. I've known you for like, what, six, six years, six, seven years. We've grown. Yeah, too many, too many years. Okay. (laughs) 
we've we've seen each other grow. You've seen me go through my whole short hair boy period, you know? Yeah. Like honestly, kind of slapped though. Like yeah, was, I tell was... you every time you mention it that you should bring the short hair back. Mm, I might, I might, but I, I, I don't know. I'm really enjoying my long hair. Anyways, this is not about <laughs> me. This is about you. Okay, Hannah. I am so proud of you. You've done <laughs> such like you've grown so much and I'm so proud. Like I genuinely from the bottom of my heart, you know, you know, he's, you, oh, you know that TikTok sound where it's like, go little rock star. I was, I was just going to say, this gives me that energy. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm, oh, anyways. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a moment. I'm just so proud of Hannah and I'm so excited to oh, see her thrive thanks, in the year of 2020. Oh. You can come help me decorate. Yes adulting room decor you know you're getting old when you get excited about like room decor or like clothing like things that we thought were boring as a kid yeah honestly I I would get so excited to just take a shower like that was the moment where I didn't need to think about whether or not the rice cooker was working properly (laughs) okay or if like I needed to turn on the fan because like I I would make like traditional Indian Nepalese food because I like my parents taught me how to cook and stuff and I I really enjoy cooking so yeah shower times best times Mm, yeah yeah man and there's so much (laughs) to do in 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 Toronto so um man I'm so so excited for you (laughs) thanks man oh that's so sweet oh my goodness um okay but yeah back to me um as for my 2022 goals and resolutions I think for me um I want to I don't know. I, I, I genuinely don't know, actually. Now when I think about it, I've, I've, been, I've been thinking about it for a couple of days now, right? And like, I think my major theme, I'm completely making this up as I'm saying this right now. I think the major thing that I want to work on in the year of 2022 is going to be centered around learning, learning different tools, learning different languages, pushing myself out of my comfort zone, but in a happily manner, you know, not in a stressful manner. Does that make sense? I finally like have been able to sort of be able to set my boundaries. And now I know what I want in my life mm-hmm. for the next couple of years. I know where I want to put my time into. Um, and I know how much I, it, it's, it's sort of what you said at the beginning, you know, once you reach rock bottom, you know wh- how much you can push yourself to the limits. Yeah. Now that both of us have sort of figured it out, for me, mm-hmm. for 2022 is going to be taking things one at a time, but pushing myself in a in a comfortable pace. So yeah. I think this is mainly because um, at work, I, I would have a lot of coffee chats with multiple different people. And there was this one developer and I asked him, like, you know, what's one advice that you wish you knew when you were like in university? And he said, honestly, enjoy it. It's the first time that you're going to be trying new things out. So there's not as much pressure on you as both as an individual and as like an intern or just student in general. You know, this is the time for you to explore, learn new things, discover things that you like, you dislike, you know, do it in a comfortable manner that you enjoy. And and that's what I want to do for 2022. It's like thankless work, I guess. I think like moving forward, I think we've done both sides of the spectrum where we've been relaxed and we've been super stressed and we finally like kind of experienced both extremes and we realized the importance of having a balance and being able to Mm -hmm. cherish this period of learning because we've had a peek into like 
in the future what it's going to look like without like school as a crutch or without like Mm -hmm. you know academics or like offices to fall back on and people to help you there like it's Mm -hmm. we're about to enter a period of time where like we're truly like I guess like having to stand on our own two legs and having to be on our own just in a career sense I guess so definitely like I've also recognized and I think you have too just the importance of being able to make mistakes now because we're still allowed to just, yeah and like Which getting those experiences yeah. for sure yeah honestly we need to address something okay when I moved out it I came to the realization that being alive is so expensive <laughs> my gosh it is. yeah oh my goodness it is I'm I'm like it is so hard to live you know like I'm I feel no like I I am very grateful for everything that I have, everyone in my life, everyone who supports me. And, you know, the fact that we can even like have a podcast. Oh my God, this, this was a year where we actually started the podcast. <laughs> Incredible, you know? Yeah. I'm so grateful for that. But at the same time, like there are bare necessities that I feel like should be a little bit more easily readable and e- not easily readable, but easier to afford for most people but it they, it's expensive to like and when I say expensive it's not just cost but also time uh, yeah it's, it's very taxing yeah. on yourself when yeah. you have this routine of no I, I totally like understand the the vast change like I went from like having like casual payments and like things I had to pay for here and there to having to pay for rent monthly exactly. having to pay grocery bills and like yeah. when you see that money leave your account on like a weekly basis like it makes you a lot more accountable and like you see firsthand how much money you're spending just for like the bare like survival necessities too and it really just makes you realize how many different like costs and how expensive just like being able to live on your own especially is so yeah, it definitely like it's kind of sad at first just seeing all that money leave your account. It's like oh, yeah. it's it's a big change. Yeah, it's it's huge. It's uh it's nothing that you learn in high school. You know, I finally get what people mean as like they should teach us how to do taxes in high school. Oh my like, gosh, yeah, taxes, taxes like TFSAs, TFSAs, RSPs. Oh my thank God. Wealth simple, you guys have came in clutch this year. <laughs> thank you so much. Guys are like tapping into a demographic of a bunch of people like us that literally don't know how how to do taxes or stonks or anything, and we're just kind of lost. <laughs> Finances so. too. Like I I have like a flushed out budget for once in my life. Like before, yeah. it was a lot more like lazy fare. Like mm-hmm. I'll keep like I'll track my expenses, sure, but like there's no like consequence, yeah. I guess. But now it's like oh, I have to stick to this. If I go over, then it's going to affect like future spending. And like, it's a whole like domino thing. It's also this weird balance of like, you know, life is short, so I deserve it to like, man, I, I, I need to, I need to, you I know, need to eat. I need to, that and I need to like learn how to restrict. It's, it's all like, about, yeah. that's like the theme of 2022, honestly. Like it's all about that balance of like mm-hmm. needs and wants work and life having like you know opportunities to be social but also taking time to like take care of yourself yeah I think like a lot of our lessons and our like reflections and resolutions going forward are all kind of just revolving about like first of all recognizing the importance of that balance because I certainly like would only take that half-heartedly like in 2021 so moving forward actually being able to implement it is also like 
an art in it of itself too. I think we definitely both recognize like the importance of setting that time aside moving forward. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's not just for us as someone who is in their early 20s per se, but it's also creeping into like millennials. You know, there's this whole great resignation that's happening. There's so many people that are quitting their jobs to do things that they're passionate about, whether it be joining a completely new company, like going from really large, uh, for instance, tech companies to, you know, transitioning over to startups. I've met so many people that have left their jobs because they're no longer passionate about it. And they know they're setting their boundaries as that because they don't want to spend their time doing something that they don't enjoy doing. It's like a cultural reset, you know, reevaluating the things that actually hold priority in your life yeah for sure you need this self-actualization piece and I definitely see that too I see a lot of people in their like 50s and 60s when I was starting my internship at a tech company like during orientation there were a lot of people there that were like that had like completely different careers beforehand so yeah definitely I think cultural reset is the right way to go and I think that's kind of the moral of the story here for at least this little mini episode here yeah uh, we really enjoyed opening up with you guys i hope you guys enjoyed listening in so that essentially wraps up our second episode on this mini two-part series on both the year of 2021 as a recap as well as new year's resolutions for 2022 you guys are probably listening in on this in 2022 so these are our first two episodes of 2022. I feel like I said 2022 way too many times. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope you guys really enjoyed it. We definitely did. And we are both really excited for this upcoming year. We have a lot of new series and episodes planned for the year. So make sure to give us a follow and stay tuned. And we'll see you guys in our next, I guess, our very first 2022 uh, episode series. Bye.